This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our weekly look at the Detroit Tigers. I'm joined, as I am each week, by Jason Beck. And back on Sunday, actually Saturday and Sunday, Justin Upton had uh, two nice days at the plate following three days off and uh, had the six RBI game on Sunday with the two three-run home runs. Neither one of those were cheap shots either. Uh, had a near home run on Saturday that, of course, was a victim of uh, Comerica Park's dimensions, but uh, still an impressive weekend all the way around. Yeah, that's a pretty good way to bounce back from a few days out of the lineup. Uh, you know, it looks like, I think, to me, one of the keys on Sunday was getting ahead in the count against uh, Henry Owens and making him throw strikes. I, I feel like, you know, watching him over the course of the summer, granted it's not more than a, really a snapshot of his career, but it seems like he fares a lot better especially at least this year when he's ahead in the count and when he gets down to two strikes, it can be tough going for him, even though, granted, he came back from an 0-2 count to hit that ball to deep center field Saturday night. Uh, but, but he seems a little bit more confident. He seems like he's been making hard contact, really, for most of the year. It's been more of a matter of making consistent contact and really having a plate judgment and, and pitch recognition. And uh, beyond Upton's uh, upturn there, uh, more good news came uh, on Sunday in the form of Cameron Mabin coming back ahead of schedule. Um, of course, the Tigers have had this wave of injuries here lately, so this is their first good news in, in quite a while. Yeah, that's the first sign, really, that I think that we've seen of uh, the Tigers turning the corner on the injury front, even though Brad Osmus said it was more like approaching the corner rather than turning it. But, you know, Osmus had given the impression that Maven could be back next weekend. And I think even he was surprised by how well Maven felt once he took batting practice. Granted, it wasn't traditional outdoor BP. He was sitting inside because of the weather Saturday night. But he, he felt good. Talking with Maven afterwards, he's not pain-free, but it's a matter of pain tolerance. And I think there's a little bit, too, of him deciding that given where the Tigers are right now and how important it is that they turn things around pretty quickly here to stay in the race, that he decided that uh, he, he's got to put up with whatever pain he's got to deal with and get in line up and play and hit as well as he can hit. And he came up with two big insurance runs on Sunday. Yeah, look looked good on both sides of the ball Sunday. Uh, what's the latest on Mick Castellanos' recovery from an injured hand? Do we have any more? Uh, definitive timetable when to expect him to resume baseball stuff? Nothing firm. Um, talking with Al Avila after the Eric Ibar trade, he did say one of the things that, that they were looking for 
was somebody to with at least third base capabilities to fill in, and that given the nature of Castellanos' injury, they're thinking it's going to be more than a four-week absence, hopefully less than seven. But right now, he's basically just doing enough that uh, he should be good to go once he's cleared. Not good to go, but he should be in shape to pick up baseball activities pretty quickly once he gets the uh, go-ahead with the hand to grip a bat and start doing some more baseball stuff. Obviously, that's uh, a major X factor for the Tigers in, in the home stretch. Uh, is Castellanos' return, and um, you know, back they scored ten runs on Sunday. Prior to that, though, the Tigers had lost ten of thirteen, and they were scoring just two point five runs per game in that thirteen game span. Thirty two runs at all in those thirteen games. So, you know, maybe Sunday was uh, the breakout they needed, the breakthrough they needed. Uh, maybe they're in a feast or famine part of the schedule right now uh, when it comes to their offense. And, of course, uh, you know, being without one bat in Castellanos, what do, you, what do you make of the offense right now? Well, I think part of Sunday had to do with the starting pitcher for Boston, too. I yeah. think Henry Owens was kind of thrust into a tough situation. This is a team that, despite some earlier struggles, can hit left-handers pretty well, especially if they have to, if those pitchers have to come at Detroit's right-handed hitters with pitches to hit. Um, it, I think it will be a little bit more of a test this coming week, but there's some winnable games coming up all the same as a three-game series in Minnesota. And I think uh, at least two of the three starting pitchers scheduled had ERAs over five, and I think the other one's got an ERA close to it. And then they've got the Angels coming in next weekend for three at Comerica Park. So, you know, this could be a little bit of a springboard for them, at least offensively, to perk up and maybe put some runs on the board. Um, Michael Fulmer got roughed up uh, the other day, and, you know, that's kind of bound to happen. He's not going to be, you know, as as strong and efficient as he's been, uh, you know, for the better part of the season, uh, every time out. But, um, they're starting to play with his innings a little bit, like we talked about. Any more clarity there as far as how they will manipulate that? Right now, I think what they're looking to do is maybe not so much skip Fulmer, but push him back whenever they have the chance. They've got a pretty good chance coming up here. You know, with the off day on Monday, and then they have another off day coming up in about a week and a half, they can get through almost a two-week stretch starting him like once or twice. And that might go a long way to kind of getting those innings under control and giving them a little bit more leeway to pitch relatively deep in the games. I was doing the calculations, at least the way the schedule is currently set up, barring like a rainout that forces a make-up day on what's currently an off day. If they push him back at every off day that they can, they can save about two starts from him compared to if he just pitched on turn the rest of the way through. And that might be enough to, to not only keep them going through the end of the regular season, but also potentially have them available for uh, some postseason matchups. I want to ask you, too, back about James McCann. Uh, you know, his, his offensive performance has, has improved a bit here this month, uh, 726 OPS in August, which is significantly higher than season OPS. Uh, I know he's had some ankle issues this year, Is it and, and that – you know, of course, contributed to the offensive decline and um, and, and just the decline in playing time to Gerald Sopelamakia. But is, is there a sense that McCann is in a better physical spot now? 
Yeah, he, he seems to be moving around a little bit better. Uh, the, the wear and tear seems to be having less of an impact on him. And I think, quite frankly, that the uh, you know mixing and matching with Holta Lamakia is helping keep him fresh right now. Uh, he took on a very heavy workload over the course of the season last year. I think it did a ton for him from a learning standpoint, but I also think doing that type of game total in back-to-back seasons was going to take its toll on him. So from that standpoint, I think them finding Salto Machia and finding his effective form, not just offensively, but also defensively and pitch calling, has really made a big difference for not only for the Tigers, but I think also for McCann. All right, well, you kind of alluded to the upcoming schedule there, Beck. Uh, the Tigers uh, have the Twins and Angels this week. They were the worst record in the American League. They actually play the Twins 10 more times uh, in their final 38 games of the regular season. So, I mean, at least schedule-wise, they have to feel good about their, their chances of, of making some noise here down the stretch. Yeah, yeah, they've got a nice week coming up to, to really you – know, and I know it feels like – Every other week, we're either talking about the Tigers surging or the Tigers <laughs> falling back. This would seem like it's set up to be a week that the Tigers could surge again, but I guess we'll we'll find out uh, as we go along. But I think even with the injuries they're dealing with, they're in a pretty good position here, not just with who they're facing, but the pitchers they're going to be matched up against. Now, they've got a chance to do some damage and. I think most importantly, we gained some confidence going into some of the tougher matchups. You know, I know uh, they have a big trip to Kansas City coming up in about a week and a half that all of a sudden is looming large again, whereas you know, I, I think before the Royals came in and, and took those games in Detroit, we were thinking of the Royals as being a team that's out of it. And now, after all these wins in a row, you know, their team is very much back into this uh, wild card race series. Yeah, and and to your point about the uh, erratic nature of the Tigers, back I think if you listen to if you only listen to every other one of these podcasts this season, you either think the Tigers are the best team in baseball or the worst, depending on uh, when you happen to pick up. So uh, we'll, we'll see what the, the next week has in store for them, and what the rest of the season has in store for them. We'll be checking with Beck each week down the stretch. I want to thank him for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. It's been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 